LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review. Uh, this episode is called East. Uh, not really sure why. I assume they head east. Uh, that could be the only explanation I could possibly find in this episode. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that's what it is. Okay, so holy shit, guys. We are on 615. And the season only goes to 616, and goddamn Negan has still yet to be revealed. And I, I kind of called it a few weeks ago where I was like, they're not going to show him until the season finale. And yeah, it's that's looking, look, looking like that's what's going to happen, because he's not introduced in this episode. And if you didn't know that, you should probably watch the episode before you listen to this, because, because obviously, don't be stupid. Anyway, this episode was pretty good. It was pretty good. I... And so thanks for listening to, no, uh, fuck, this episode was, it was something else. It had really good moments and it had very confusing moments. And I just rewatched some of it. I just like skimmed through it because it's been a few weeks since it aired. I am a couple weeks behind because I am shooting American episode five, as I mentioned before. So I'm just a little behind and I'm going to kind of group all the episodes a day. So I guess I'll just cover this first. The, it opens with, you know, there's a car and there's spikes through it, like wooden spikes. The ones that they catch the walkers on and there's blood all over it. It's dripping and it's the car's all me- the car's a mess. There's gasoline pouring out the bottom. It's a fucking wreck. And then it, it's kind of a cold open and then, it you know, opening credits and blah, blah, blah. And then it shows this scene where it's very weird where Carol's getting laid and then she just she already has her letter written, the one that she read at the end of last episode, to Tobin. So she bangs Tobin. She hits it and quits it. Basically, she hits she hits Tobin and quits Alexandria in the in the same scene. But she leaves in the morning without him knowing. And then there's this Johnny Cash song during this montage of the characters bonding. And you see like uh, uh, Abraham and Sasha talking, and you see. There's Glenn and Maggie in a shower, and some there's a big ass bruise on her back. I don't know what that was all about. And then you see uh, there's a lot of stuff, but Rick and Michonne wake up together in the morning, and they eat an apple, which is to me it's like, you know, we got two different races going on here. We're mixing races, and is, is this forbidden fruit? Is that what's going on here? Uh, I don't, I don't know what they're going for with that. The uh, but a uh, but big part of me was like. Wouldn't it be awesome if he woke up and since he's from the South, he's just like, he's like, what the fuck? A black lady. Oh my. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love her. <laughs> Woo. Threw me off there. All right. All right. Got to get used to this. Got to get used to this interracial shit. Oh, it's going to take a while. Sorry. You know, you can take the hick out of the South, but you can't take the South out of the hick. You know, that's how it goes. Daryl leaves on a bike, a motorbike, not a bicycle. That'd be weird. Wouldn't it be awesome if they just ran out of gas and everything? So you had to ride like bicycles, like a Huffy around, just like one of those Huffies that people did tricks on in 1998, where they listened to Limp Biscuit and with beanies and they played hacky sack with their Jinko jeans. I don't know. It'd be fucking awesome just to see him on a bicycle. Just like um, bye bye guys, and I think he'd still do the noises with his mouth, like and just pedal away. Uh, Rosita, Glenn, and Michonne follow in a van because they know where Rosita's going. Or Rosita knows where she, where he's going, where Daryl's going. I'm not... Because of what happened with... Oh, uh, what's her fucking name? I already, she just died in the last episode and I already forgot her goddamn name. 
the doctor, Denise, Denise Cloyd or whatever. Uh, so he, he, they think he's going there. It's a lot of people leaving at this point because Tobin then tells Rick that Carol left in, in one of the cars they discovered was missing. They're like, oh, she left in that car. And so Rick and Morgan leave to find her. And at that point, it's like, hey, who else is useful? Yeah, yeah, get in the car. Come on. Yo, you can defend this place? Yeah, yeah, get in the car. We don't need you here. It's fucking... They are trying so hard to be ambushed, especially when they're attacking Negan. He's going to find out where you live. And at this point, I kept expecting this to happen, where they would all leave, and they would all get back later, and Negan would have overrun the place. That's what it seems like they're going for, but they haven't yet. I don't know what I don't know what the plan is, and by that I mean I'm lying because I've seen episode six sixteen, but I'm not going to mention it here. But that's what, it seems like that's what they're setting up that they're going to leave the leave Alexandria and then they're going to get back and then Al, or, uh, Negan has just raped the town, but it hasn't happened. It's very frustrating. They show Carol driving the car from the opening, the one with the the things through it and the blood. <clears throat> no blood, obviously. That was called foreshadowing. But she's driving it, and then she's shot by a bunch of like bored rednecks. And then Nancy, she's she gets out of the car, and she's like, they're like, they're like "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Nancy from Montclair." And she starts crying, and she, she does this really good thing. And then she does this like Clint Eastwood standoff with them, where she's just facing them, and she's like, "Please, like, leave me alone. I'll I'll go away. I just want to disappear." And then while they're like have their guns drawn on her, she just shoots the shit out of a machine gun. And they keep they show her arm, her sleeve, and she just wrecked the sleeve because she shot this hidden machine gun through it and she's you can hear it like she's still clicking the the trigger just trying to shoot more just scared and weird i don't know what's going on with her i thought her character the one that she performed to the redhead in the last episode or two episodes ago i thought that was going to be like she was just pretending but like it seems like that's where they're going with the character it's very weird the uh uh, let's see here. Nancy, she said, um, she gets out. She shoots them all, blah, blah, blah. One guy gets out and she gets shot. I think I couldn't really tell. They, they kind of allude to that later. And then he chases her around the car and she stabs him with the spike from the car. And then that's kind of where the cold opening sets in where the blood dripping off the spike and that's where that goes. It was a really cool scene. I liked it. Although you kind of know Carol's not going to die there. So when she stabs him, though, I love this. He was about ready to shoot her over the hood of the car, like just about to take the shot. And she stabs him. And he has like a good two Mississippi where he's like, eh, all right. And he's kind of like, Here, here's my gun, ma'am. And just kind of lets go of it on the hood or the top of the car. It was very weird. I didn't know where they're going with that. Uh, there's They cut back to Alexandria and Enid is getting like a jar of pickles or like some sort of pepperoncinis. I'm not sure what it is. And then she talks to Maggie and she gives Maggie a thing of pickles and then Maggie takes it and then she goes, you know, I'm going to take your shift. And I was like, because she, because she took the pickles from you or what are we doing here? What kind of trade is this? It's very weird. The passenger from the Carol incident is alive. He gets up. He's a big dude. He looks like Tobin. That's very strange. He looks like an evil Tobin. He looks on the ground. He sees one of his guys who looks like an Asian Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's just like, just just let it go, man. Just let it go. Just die. Basically, like, just you're you're not going to make it, so don't fight it. 
Um, Rick and Morgan show up. This is where I get confused. Okay, Rick and Morgan show up and they stab JGL. Joe Scorn Levitt. They stab him in the fucking head. And this is where I couldn't follow the timeline because <sighs> I think I think what they're doing is cutting back and forth in time, but they're not alluding to, or they're not just you know coming right out and saying, "Hey, we're going back and forth in time." So one guy gets out of the car, Evil Tobin. And then tells the guy, hey, you know, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Just die already. I'm such a good singer. He just tells him, you know, fucking let it go, dude. You're not going to make it. Just go. And then suddenly Rick and Morgan pull up. And then they follow this trail of blood out into the woods or off into the to the to uh, this field. And then they, then they show evil Tobin walk away following Carol. In the same path. And I was like, the fuck? Who's following who? Who's behind who? I don't, I don't, the timeline doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't add up. I don't get it. It's confusing because uh, Evil Tobin finds the rosary from Carol on the ground and then he wanders in the field. And I'm like, are Rick and Morgan following his blood or Carol's or both? Or is he, he must be following Carol's, but is he behind them before? I don't. I, I I can't I can't figure it out. It's really driving me nuts. Uh, Glenn and Michonne are out looking for. Oh, excuse me, Michonne, Glenn, and Rosita find Daryl by following Dwight's tracks. It's a lot of following and finding people in this this episode. That's why I said I like it, but it was just confusing and it was kind of it was high stakes. I guess would be a good way to say it. Toward the end, it, they built it, they ramped it pretty good, and I was like, oh, here comes Negan. They're gonna show him and. You know, they, they find Dwight, and then Glenn and Michonne are overtaken by Dwight and his whistling bandits. They reminded me of, like, uh, some sort of weird Robin Hood, Merry Men thing. I don't know what was going on. They're, like, they're like they're basically doing the, uh, I'm amazed my dogs didn't come running right there when I whistled. They're basically doing the, um, the fucking bird from, what's it called, Hunger Games? Yeah, Hunger Games. They're doing that one, that one bird. Whose name? Mockingjay. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with me? The more I focus on trying to think of a word, it, it, my brain just shuts off. That's how it works. Anyway, that's what they're doing, and they're following them, and they're kind of like taunting them because they know they're going to get them because there's 55 dudes with machine guns. So they're like, yeah, let's just toy with them. They, uh, Rick and Morgan, they cut back to them, and they find a zombie who's dressed exactly like Carol, and they're like, oh, it's only been, this is fairly recent. It must be today. And then they find a guy by a barn who's killing zombies with a spear. And I'm like, is he from Hilltop? But then Morgan stops Rick from blowing his fucking brains out. And I was like, I, I get why Morgan stopped him because I was like, is he from Hilltop? Cause it, they're the only people I know that hunt with spears at this point. So the fuck Rick, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's sad when Morgan has to stop you. He's your voice of reason. That fucking weird psychopath loner, dude. Ugh. Anyway, and then Morgan tells, finally, let's spills the beans, you know. Um, I almost started six metaphors right there. But he spills the beans to Rick about the alpha wolf and how he didn't kill him. And Carol, blah, blah, blah. Carol was mad and blah, 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 blah. I got to say, the least interesting storyline I've ever seen in my life is Morgan's storyline. I don't give a shit. You know who's more excited my character, sadly? Father Gabriel. The guy who just came around the killing and just realized, hey, I can actually help and not be a credible pussy just because I'm a priest. 
He's more satisfying as a character, and we rarely see him. They are devoting so much screen time to Morgan, a guy don't give fuck about. Don't give fuck about. Let me say that real clearly. Don't give fuck about. Stop showing him. I don't care. Get him killed. I don't. It's sad because I like I like the actor a lot. He's doing a really good job with it. They just they just write the most boring shit for him. Unless it goes somewhere. If it does end up going somewhere with his character, I'm fine with it. But it's kind of drawn out drawn out way too long now. It's been the whole season. They had a whole episode where he would like learn how to be a pussy, pretty much. Or if you call it like learn how to not kill, learn how to with compassion. Because uh, I, I just don't I don't care. Because John Carroll Lynch told me not to in an episode. Ugh. It was a good episode, don't get me wrong, but holy shit. He took the wrong lesson away from that. Anyway, uh, he offers to find Carol and sends um, Rick back to the Alexandria. And he's like, you know what? I'll find her. And I won't come back until I do. And blah, blah, blah. I hope he doesn't find her. I hope they're both just gone. And then Maggie lets Enid cut her hair back back in Alexandria, obviously. She's like, cuts her hair short. And then immediately has, like, pains in her stomach. And like, oh, miscarriage or something. I don't know. And I was like, oh, it's like the room. Have you seen the movie Room? And uh, I was like, yeah, you, you cut her hair. You took her strong. You took her strong away. So obviously she's going to be in pain now. If you haven't seen Room, go watch it. It's awesome. You will cry your eyes out. Oh, it's a good movie. Better than this show. I'll say that. That's right. I said it. Fuck you. Come after me. Come on, AMC. Let's bring it. Anyway, Daryl and Rosita find camp. They find a camp. And Dwight comes out of nowhere and pulls a gun on Daryl. Shoots. Blood sprays in the camera. And then there's like a, again, another two Mississippi. What's one? Mississippi two Mississippi. You'll be all right. And that was just so people didn't flock the AMC message boards or the AMC Facebook or Twitter pages going, why the fuck would you kill Daryl, you pieces of shit? How could you fucking do that? And this is what I don't like about the fans. Um, You're ruining the show in a weird way. Daryl's so (sighs) deified, I guess would be the word. Where he can't be harmed. He cannot, you can't kill Daryl without losing a ton of fans, without hearing so much backlash, without just causing an uproar. That, that Rick, Rick is obviously the main character, but Daryl can't be touched. And in a show where even Glenn dies, or in the comic he does, Glenn dies. And Glenn has been there since issue one, pretty much. You can't have a character that isn't your main character, that wasn't even in the comic, be immortal, pretty much. He can't be harmed. He can't be killed. He can't, you can't do anything with him. Until the actor goes, I don't want to do the show anymore, he has to say it before his character leaves. He has to announce his exit. Otherwise, people will literally stop watching the TV show, and that's scary to me. That's fucking crazy. The, the fans almost write the show more than the writers do it in some areas. I feel like they could kill anyone except Daryl. And Michonne would be a problem, but not that much. Nobody would really get that upset because, I don't know. And Daryl is almost the reason women watch, any women watch the show. For some reason, his hick, mullet, tattooed, 
he looks like he's always drunk. I, I, I don't know what that is that appeals to women. Maybe it's just like the uh, daddy issues coming out in the apocalypse. I'm not really sure. Don't know. Don't care. He, he's the reason they watch it, most women. The women who do watch it, a lot of them like Daryl. The reason I watch is Daryl. I'm, I'm repeating myself. Ridiculous right now. <sighs> All right, guys. That's the end of the episode. Uh, it's a good episode, like I said. It just got confusing. But I, I think I know what they were doing. I think Carol was supposed to wander off and then evil Tobin and then Rick and uh, – I always forget his name. If you ever listen to this sh- if you listen to this show, if you're a fan, I always forget Morgan's name. I have to look up. I have to open IMDb and leave it open just so- – so I don't forget Morgan's name. That's how much I don't give a shit about his character. Anyway, I think they followed last. That's what I assume's going on. It's, it's, I don't like the way I don't like the timeline. If that's if you if you're not purposely telling a story out of order, don't fucking make it confusing for one scene. It was very weird. I know, and you can go, oh, that's you're stupid. You can't follow that. Like, no, I shouldn't have to think about it. It was a pretty simple little thing, and you made it confusing for no reason. Anyway, guys, check out americantshow.com. It all goes to liwstudios.com. It's all the same hub. But watch Americant. It's awesome. It's only 15 minutes. There's four episodes out right now. Like I said, I'm shooting episode five right now. They're awesome. And share them with your friends. I want to grow. I want people to watch this. They're awesome. They're All I do is choose one topic per episode, and then I, I shoot little skits, videos, green screen. I make little commercials. I don't know. It's it's awesome. It's It's hilarious. I have guest stars on there. Go fucking watch it, guys. It's it's awesome. It's a good time. So uh, I guess that's it. I'm going to head back west because <laughs> I just headed east because the episode's named East. Oh, my God. What am I doing in my life? All right, guys. Uh, so long, citizens.